This hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by Baylor Scott and White Health. Neil and everyone here would like to thank all the good folks on the front line, the ones we see and the ones we don't see. We appreciate your hard work, keeping us healthy and hopeful in these tough times. And now here's Neil. Thank you, Stuby, very, very much. And uh, we will almost immediately go to Buck. I'm going to do a really quick pet of the week for the uh, SPCA, which I always do at this time. And uh, once again, as last week, I need to combine two dogs because I didn't have a program on uh, KLIF yesterday. And uh, they went ahead and sent me two dogs. So I'm going to We'll combine them. It's easy to do now that they have only the one location. Today's SPCA of Texas dog is Chris. This quiet three-year-old shepherd mix is looking for a new leash on life. He is a sleek short. He has a sleek short coat with black all over and a light and light tan markings. I'm going to turn this so I get a little better light in here. Uh, around his eyes and muzzle. Paired with his floppy ears and his sly smirk, he's quite the handsome fellow. Chris came to the SPCA of Texas after being abandoned. Ah, so it's taken him some time to warm up to people. I don't blame him. This sweet, shy boy is slowly learning how to greet people and how great people can be and is building his confidence every day. He's searching for a calm, quiet home where he can continue to thrive and learn all about home life. He gets along very well with other dogs, so bring any other canines into the house, in your home to meet him. If you're looking for a buddy to spend leisurely days with, he's the one for you. This is Chris, waiting to meet you at the Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center in Dallas. And uh, let me tell you about the other dog. Now, that's Chris. And uh, the other dog for today is Dylan, this sweet three-year-old Australian cattle dog foxhound mix. That's quite a blend, is searching for a a uh, nice home he had they used a word on me i don't know there he has a short so in radio you just leave it out nobody knows that you've done that unless you yak about it he has a short smooth coat with patches of brown tan and black down his back and face big floppy ears and gentle brown eyes when he came to the spca of texas they discovered that dylan has bone cancer in his right hip so he's looking for a comfortable home to live out his life with lots of love Oh, my gosh. I didn't pre-read that part of it. Dylan is very gentle, easygoing, and laid back. Oh, my goodness. He gets along with everyone he meets and loves being scratched from head to toe. He can often be found carrying around his favorite lamb toy, which he plays with so gently. Despite his diagnosis, Dylan has so much love to give. When you phosphorus, that's the word I, I didn't understand that's foster adopt i'm sure with hospice involved when you phosphorus for the spca of texas they provide all the medical care supplies and everything you need to care for your phosphorus pet and all you have to do is provide a loving home for them to spend their time as part of your family dylan is waiting to meet you at the jan reese jones animal care center in dallas to meet dylan please email foster at spca.org. Oh my goodness, I've never, in almost 40 years of doing Pets of the Week, I've never had one like that. That's Dylan. The other dog not to be forgotten is Chris. Chris drew the short straw on this one because Dylan is going to get the attention. Dylan, the three-year-old Australian cattle dog foxhound mix. And uh, to phosphorus him, that was the word I skipped over. I thought it was a typo. Now I see why it was in there. Just like all pets at the SPCA of Texas, Dylan has been neutered, microchipped. He's had all of his age-appropriate vaccines. Both of these dogs have. They are waiting for their new forever family at the SPCA of Texas, Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center, located at 2400 Lone Star Drive at I-30 West of Hampton Road. This dog, Dylan, deserves and needs somebody really spectacular. Are you that person? The SPCA of Texas Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center is open for adoptions every day from noon to 6. Animals are available by walk-in on a first-come, first-served basis. Appointments are also available for select animals. Please browse the available animals at spca.org slash pet. Visit spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog 
or spca.org slash cat adopt to inquire about a cat. And uh, the first dog I, I read to you about is Chris, and the second dog is Dylan, D-I-L-L-O-N. I'm going to set this one aside, and I'm going to be checking with Madeline, and I'm going to find out how Dylan does, how both of them do in adoptions. Oh, my goodness gracious. All right, sponsored today by Ace Hardware, and thanks to Ace. They've renewed for another year, and thank you for letting them know that you appreciate their sponsorship of my programs here and at KLIF. Thank you very, very much. Ace is the place with those helpful hardware folks. You know, when it's 80 degrees outside, what do you want to do? You want to grill? Let's go grill. Ace is the place for grilling. They have people who really know grilling, and they love talking grilling. Traeger, Weber, Big Green Egg, Kamado Joe, and so much more. Not only do they have the grills, they have all the grill supplies, and they have the grill knowledge. Let them show you the choices. You'll love grilling while the weather is wonderful. Ace is the place for all your grills, accessories, and fuel needs this uh, season. And you'll feel you'll get free assembly and delivery on grills and accessories of over $399 for Ace Rewards members. Not a member already? Well, you can take care of that when you go into your Ace Hardware store. Just uh, go up to the counter and say, I'd like to become a reward, Ace Rewards member. And they'll get you signed up. It takes maybe 30 seconds. And it is painless and uninvasive uninvasive. See your local Ace Hardware store for help in picking just the right grill for your needs. That's Ace. Ace is the place for grills. Ace is the place for just about anything in hardware and housewares, gardening, paint, plumbing, the whole works. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Maintaining a garden isn't easy, but it's nothing compared to what healthcare workers are facing. We join Baylor Scott and White Health in saying thank you to the front line. Thank you for working hard every day and for going all in to protect all of us. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Stuby. Let's go back to the phone lines. Buck in University Park. Buck, you are a wonderful person. Anybody told you that today already? <laughs> well, not yet. But thank you. Well, you are. So now you can say, yeah, they have. <laughs> I'll, I'll let my wife know as soon as she gets out of bed. <laughs> that's right. Wake her up to tell her. And then she'll say, okay. well, that's not true. <laughs> How can I help you this morning? Well, I've got a, we've got a Shumart Red Oak that's been planted by the city maybe eight or so years ago. It looks great. And up until recently, I let, I let the grass grow up right to the base. And so I trimmed it back to make sure they're weed guys uh, lawn guys didn't nick it sure and i noticed that there's a there's a uh a root coming from you know one side and it immediately does like a 180 degree turn wraps around goes around about 50 percent of the trunk it's a probably the, the trunk is probably eight inches across at the base and the root going around it is probably maybe average diameter maybe three quarters of an inch to one inch Perfect. and it doesn't seem to be pressing terribly hard into the bark but i i'm worried that at some point it you know should i take care of it now or leave it alone yes. or what should i do no that's perfect it's small enough it's not going to impact the health and vigor of the tree at all and yes okay. it will embed itself in the trunk of the tree and it will become a real problem you need to sever it and sever it out away from the trunk far enough that if any other roots develop from it, which they will, uh, they'll be far enough away that they won't be a problem. Good, good catch. Okay. Good, good uh, notice on your part. What often happens is people don't see it until the, the the surface root is almost as big as the trunk, and and then it is a problem because you do so much harm to the tree by taking a big root away. But that's a tiny root, so no, it's going to be fine. Okay, and so uh, can I do that now, or is now probably the best time to do it? Sooner uh, is better than later. The ideal time would have been November. The next ideal time would be early December, and you're in the next ideal time. The reason being the far the the, the farthest away from hot weather, hot dry weather, and and so uh, mid fall is ideal because you have eight months or seven months for it to regrow new roots. You now have five months for it to regrow new roots before late May arrives. You're in good shape. This is perfect. Okay. Let me clarify. So it, it, should I try to cut it, like maybe cut like a uh, cut it off at the where it goes out, around, where it's starting to go into the ground, and then cut it off at the 
where it starts at the base of the tree and try to to remove the whole part that's girdling the tree? Definitely remove anything that is uh, is girdling the tree uh, unless you unless you do damage to the remaining part of the tree in doing so. Don't take a chisel out to remove it. Don't open up new wounds. But in my mind's eye, I'm picturing a root that comes out and then for some reason makes a turn and goes back against the trunk and heads off toward Waxahachie. And yeah. and uh, so you would cut it where it leaves the, the trunk um, yes, okay. and, and just remove that entire root and then go out away from the trunk three or four feet or two feet or something, and that root's dead at that point. And, and cut the root again and remove that two or three foot section that, that would have been the girdling portion and you throw it away. Good. That makes sense. All right. Perfect. Thanks a lot. I'm glad you called. I'm glad you waited on me. Thank you, Buck. So happy holidays now. Merry Christmas yesterday. Have a good day. Thank you, sir. All right. We'll come back and go to Abe and Weatherford. Next call up. We have two lines open and those lines are 800-288-WBAP. 800-288-9227. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, now in its fifth printing, I think would be your go-to gardening reference. I think it'll cover all of your uh, all of your needs. I self-published the book because I didn't want to have to work with committees and uh, editors who answered directly to the uh, the, the publisher and uh, who constantly were, would be getting memos of keep that cost down. It looks like it's getting pricey. I wanted to make those decisions myself. A lot of authors are doing that in this day and age. And uh, this book covers all topics of outdoor gardening for, for all parts of Texas, all the way from uh, the Panhandle to the Rio Grande Valley, all the way from the Piney Woods to the Big Bend Country. Uh, if you want to get this book and give it to somebody as a gift, not a problem. It will be appropriate. It covers, uh, well, let me just tell you the chapters. Chapter one is the basics of gardening in Texas, things you need to know to get started. Chapter two, I've never put in a book before. It's a 48-page calendar, just happens to be 12 months times four pages per month, 48 pages, telling you when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all the plants that you're trying to grow in your landscape and garden. Chapters 3 through 11 are extremely detailed chapters on trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. There are more than 25 multi-page charts in this book. They're very detailed. My goal is to help you be a successful gardener. Your satisfaction with this book is guaranteed or I'll refund every penny. 73000 sold and delivered and not one request for a refund yet. And uh, so you have that assurance that you're going to like this book. Uh, 344 pages, 840 of my best photos printed in San Antonio, not overseas. That way I could go to all the press checks. There are two ways you can buy it. It's not in stores and it's not on Amazon, but you can buy it from my website. And uh, normally you'd be able to call my office, but my office is closed this week coming up. So the better way, the only way this week is at neilsperry.com. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening at N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Neilsperry's Lone Star Gardening at neilsperry.com. Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing. 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. Thank you, Pastor Tommy. I think there were 12 services at our church. That is our church, First United Methodist Church of downtown McKinney, sharingtheheart.org. 
and on Christmas Eve, and uh, that staff is tired today. Uh, SharingTheHeart.org if you want to join in person or if you want to join online. It's through SharingTheHeart.org. And uh, we are still worshiping virtually. I'll just feel better. We are totally vaccinated. We wear our masks and all of that. But I'll just feel a whole lot better once numbers go back down again. Goodness gracious. The uh, ever-shifting soil here in North Texas is responsible for more foundation damage than any other single factor. You probably were aware of that. Most of us who have houses have encountered some kind of foundation challenge. Advanced Foundation Repair extends this offer to you. They will come to your home. They will put your home, they will give it a very thorough inspection. They have the equipment uh, to do this. They will determine whether there is a foundation problem or not. If there is, they will quantify that problem, show you where it is and what it is and what it would take to solve that problem. And uh, then if you decide to hire them, you will find them to be very affordable, very efficient, and very dependable. Their work is guaranteed for the lifetime of the house, transferable from owner to owner to owner, and backed by a cash in the Texas Foundation Warranty Trust. Just about everything I just told you is something that they brought to the table. Just about everything I just told you is now copied by other foundation repair companies. They have earned the right to call themselves advanced foundation repair. It's as if they said, hey boys, over here, this is the way we need to do our business. We'll show you how. And they've been doing that for a long, for decades. That's why for 26 years, I've been proud to tell you about advanced foundation repair. They did work at our house. They did work at our office, which was a historic home in downtown McKinney. And they did it wonderfully. Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. FoundationRepairs.com. 214-333-0003. Advanced Foundation Repair. Gardeners are all about keeping plants healthy and protected, and the same should go for our loved ones. Together with Baylor Scott & White Health and the hardworking healthcare front line, we urge you to get the shot, mask up, and stay safe. And remind your family and friends to do the same. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Snooby. Let's go to Abe in Weatherford. Next call up. Abe, thanks for calling. How can I help you? Good morning. Thanks for taking my call. About 13 years ago, we built out here in uh, uh, Weatherford, and under a lot of trees, you know, I had briar. I sodded it and, uh, back then, and uh, it, it's done real well on other trees, but this one particular tree, under this one particular tree, briar keeps coming up. And I kind of dug down on some of those stems, cut them, but they're still coming up. So I'm, I'm ready to get down on my knees and kind of spray these, no. um, I don't. Th- I don't think that's going to be the answer. Let me. Uh, I, I think you have either read or heard my answer, based on what you've done. And even if you haven't, you're you're so close to on target. Uh, but I want to back up and explain to all the listeners so that everybody's at the same place, Abe, if you'll forgive me, because you've asked a wonderful question, a very common question that a lot of people have. What he is talking about is Smilax, and I'll come back to you and, and we'll, we'll fine-tune your answer, Abe. Stay with me. Uh, he's talking about Smilax briar, S-M-I-L-A-X. Uh, it is a plant that has a lot of thorns on the stems. It has more thorns than it does leaves. The leaves are very glossy. Uh, which is part of the reason for the answer you're going to hear me give. They're actually very pretty. They're they're kind of uh, shaped uh, like if you were to draw the head of an elephant coming toward you, kind of that T shape with the rounded, uh, usually, or heart shape sometimes. But they're very glossy. Sometimes they will have silver mottling in them. Sometimes they don't. But uh, that's Smilax briar. Uh, and, and usually a stem will grow very vigorously, um, and it may be six or eight feet long and have 20 leaves on it. It's not like they're just full of leaves like honeysuckle would be or something. Uh, then other leaves, uh, other, other plants may have smaller leaves and may twine more, but so they vary a little bit. The problem is that the leaves are very glossy and there are a few of them 
and the root systems of Smilax are very heavy. They're, they're either, uh, they either have a big tuber like a potato down in the ground, or they have a lot of roots that are the size of your finger, well, not quite as big as your fingers, but the size of pencils that overlay one another. And you can't get enough of the weed killer into the leaves and through the stems and down to the roots to kill the roots out. And that's why the weed killer sprays don't really work on them at all. Or at least in my experience, I've never gotten much control at all using a broadleafed weed killer. Uh, so I don't. I just abandoned that. That that was not effective for me. When we bought our 11 acres on which we have our home uh, back in 1970, and the same weed killers are still in play now. Um, when we bought that 11 acres, it was probably 90% covered with chest deep uh, briars and honeysuckle and poison ivy. And I hired the neighbor across the road to brush hog the the uh, acreage, and uh, and that took out almost all of the smilax, the briars. A few came back, and since then I have uh, made this recommendation to other people, and and they've said, boy, that worked perfectly. If you mow it to the ground, ninety eight percent will never come back. The two percent that does come back. It's not worth spraying because you can't get enough spray into the root system to kill the roots. For that 2%, you use a sharpshooter spade, and you go in and and dig out the the tuber or that that big mass of large roots, whichever kind it has. And that process you do when it's wet, and you can get them out in in half a minute or a minute. It sounds like you've done that, and all I can recommend around that one tree is keep doing it because you'll get to the right, uh, the mother load of the roots that are allowing it to come back up. That's that's where they're coming from. But, sure. but a spray is not going to help you, I don't think, because you're not going to be able to get enough spray into the into the root system to kill it, and you can't put anything on the soil that will kill it because that would kill the tree. Yeah, yeah, that's what I don't want to do, uh, both the tree and the grass, of course. But, uh, oh, Lordy, okay. I think uh, I've never had any trouble. uh, I don't know that I've ever had any come back the second time. After I dig it once, it's usually gone. And I can't imagine having to dig it and re-dig it and re-re-dig it. Um, Well, I I don't think I was digging that far. I I didn't get to a a big mother uh, root. There should be a mass of them somewhere within a foot or two of where where you're seeing the stems coming okay. up. They don't they don't travel very far before they sprout out. So I think yeah, dig I around think. a little bit more, and I think you'll you'll find it somewhere. Maybe they're coming from under a rock or something, or a, a, maybe one of the trees' roots. Maybe there's a, a bunch okay. of them harbored by a root or something. Now, if I found that uh, mother root there. Uh, could I kind of drill into it and, and put some some kind no, of no dig uh, it out? You're making it no, way too hard. Yeah, okay. you're making it way too hard. You're oh, taking yeah, the wall okay. down a brick at a time. <laughs> Don't do it. Just, oh, gotcha. just dig it out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, Neil. You can Appreciate do it, Abe. I know you can. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks. Good luck with it. Thanks for the call. All right, Loretta in uh, Chico in Wise County. I'm coming to you. We're going to try to get to. Get your pecan trees to behave. Let me see where I am. There is what I need to tell you about right now. And this is Baylor's Cotton White. They're sponsoring this hour. And uh, we thank them for that very, very much. And uh, this is kind of the message that you're hearing. And, oh, this message has become ever so important once again, once again and again and again. Gardeners know how much work it takes to keep a garden happy and healthy. You've heard Stubby mentioning that this half hour, this first half hour. I'd like to take some time to uh, talk about another group of incredibly hardworking people, the ones who keep us happy and healthy. They are our beloved healthcare workers who are out there on the front line. They have the hardest job of all, and we owe each and every one of them a giant thank you. When was the last time you thanked a nurse or a doctor? Thank you for doing what you're doing. When was the last time? Uh, I think we're more likely. This is this is not in my script that was approved. This is my comment coming up. Just blame me on this one. I think we're more likely to complain that we have to wear a mask when we go into the doctor's office. Personal opinion. Tell them thank you for crying out loud. They have They have been there faithfully for us. And so now back to my script. Thank you for never giving in. Thank you for never settling for good enough. It's not easy to protect us from COVID. 
back to my own personal opinion, because we're mules. <laughs> now back to the script. But you see, uh, we, we see you showing up every day and giving your every ounce of your energy. That's in the script, and that's a truthful statement. And to you, my listener, remember that there are plenty of ways that you and I can show our appreciation to the front line. Get vaccinated. Get your booster shot. And as many are saying, it's not a booster. It's just the third shot. Wear your mask. Please wear your mask. That's such a small price to pay. Those are great ways to show your support. This is not politics. It's health. Share those messages on social media. One more big thank you to Baylor Scott and White Health, especially to the front line for all that you do to keep us all safe. Thank you. And, and, and Mike, before you hit a button, I'm just going to say we are so anxious to thank you to the EMT people, the fire and rescue and police and service men and women. How about the health care workers, not just Baylor Scott and White, but the other hospital workers? Tell them, thank you. That newer vehicle of yours probably has HDFM. Learn how to use it. Go to WBAP.com slash FM. Wherever you want us, whenever you want us. News Talk 820 WBAP. WBAP.com. My newsletter is called eGardens Electronic Newsletter. Electronic Gardens. Comes from my computer to your email Thursdays, little after 6 p.m. Five stories, that's what you'll get. One of the stories will always be a featured plant of the week. One of the, something that's colorful or needs to be planted at that time. One of the stories will always be featured question of the week, something that's been abounding around town a bunch that week. One of the stories will always be gardening this weekend, where I point out the most critical tasks to be done in that weekend, the next three or four days. I put it out Thursday evening so that you can make your plans on what you need to buy Friday to do the work Saturday and Sunday. That's eGardens. If you want to see what it looks like, go to my website, neilsperry.com. That's where you sign up for it. You have to subscribe. Join the 80,000 or so people who get eGardens each week. It has one of the highest open rates of any electronic newsletter around, and I think you'll want to be a part of that. That's Neil Sperry's eGardens at neilsperry.com, N E I L. S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. 99 years serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now on WBAP. And WBAP.com. Two people were injured in the Christmas Day crash of a biplane south of Granbury. I'm Dennis Martin at the WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com, WBAP, first traffic and weather on the ones. An accident is affecting travel on the eastbound side of 175 at Haymarket Road. Another accident blocking three right lanes of southbound 635 at La Prada Drive. And an accident's blocking the ramp that runs from northbound 45 over to eastbound I-20. For WBAP's first traffic on the ones, I'm Dennis Martin. And now the WBAP forecast. Sunny, breezy, unseasonably warm today. The high 80 degrees. Tonight will be partly cloudy, low down to about 63. We're pretty close to that right now. Monday, partly sunny, high 77. Right now, lots of fog. 62 degrees in downtown Dallas. A biplane flying south of Granbury clipped a power line on Christmas Day and crashed into the Brazos River. There were two people aboard it, the 60-year-old pilot and his 73-year-old passenger. They both survived but were injured, had to be taken by an air ambulance to a Fort Worth hospital. Vice President Kamala Harris was on CBS Face the Nation this morning, discussing the first year of her vice presidency. What do you think your biggest failure has been at this point? (laughs) To not get out of D.C. more. (laughs) I mean... Uh, And I actually mean that sincerely uh, for a number of reasons. When we came in, we really couldn't travel. You know, a a large part of the relationship that he and I have built has been being in this, you know, together in the same office for hours on end, doing Zooms or whatever, because we couldn't get out of D.C. And I'm Dennis Martin. Our next news update will be at 10 o'clock. Check back several times throughout your day. Stay informed. 
with News Talk 820 WBAP 99.5 FMHD2 and WBAP.com. Oh, Dennis, thank you very much. At Mueller, they believe in value. Their Value Plus buildings are pre-engineered, and they feature an easy-to-assemble, bolt-together design. Mueller's durable roofing panels are hail-resistant, and they come backed by a 30-year limited paint warranty. But true value never stops at just a quality product at a reasonable price. It shows in the service you receive during your purchase and in how a company stands behind their product after the sale. Mueller understands that buying a steel building or a metal roof for your home can be a lifetime decision, and Mueller will provide assurance before, during, and for decades after your purchase. At Mueller, you simply get more. You get more for your money, you get more confidence in their company, and that gives you more value. Call Mueller today. M-U-E-L-L-E-R. That's 877-2-MUELLER. 877-268-3553 or visit them online at MuellerInc.com M-U-E-L-L-E-R-I-N-C.com Mueller. Mueller means more. MuellerInc.com Whenever you're out and about, take us along. Just download the WBAP app. Wherever you want us, whenever you want us. News Talk 820 WBAP. WBAP.com I want to tell you about Womack Nursery right now and invite you to go to their website or get their catalog and take a look around. If you are thinking about putting in an orchard in your backyard, maybe it's an orchard of one tree. Whatever it is, Womack Nursery needs to be the supplier. Maybe you have acreage, you live out of town, and you want to put in a real orchard. They have the best varieties, the Texas A&M recommended and approved varieties. Texas A&M does not endorse any nursery, but I will tell you from having worked for Texas A&M back in the 70s and all the way to this day, Texas A&M and uh, Womack Nursery work hand in hand. If there's a new variety coming out, Womack's wants to be growing it and they want to have it to offer to the public. And uh, that is ever so important to Womack Nursery Company in DeLeon, Texas. They ship by mail order, so you don't have to worry about driving to DeLeon to pick up your fruit and pecan trees, your grapevines, and your uh, blackberries. They ship, and they, they have been doing this since the 1930s. There are orchards that buy hundreds and hundreds, in fact, thousands of trees at a time from Womack's. This is a huge commercial uh, wholesale nursery and retail to you and me. I have bought from Womack's all of my uh, time, 51 years of living in North Texas, and uh, I've been thrilled every time. Our trees have grown big and beautiful and productive, and yours will too. Womack Nursery, and uh, the website is womacknursery.com, W-O-M-A-C-K, nursery.com. The phone number is 254 893 6497. They're in DeLeon, Texas, over toward Brownwood in the heart of Texas. 254-893-6497. Now they're open Monday through Saturday at 2551 State Highway 6 in DeLeon, Texas. D-E capital L-E-O-N, Texas. 76444. The best way, though, is to go to the website at womacknursery.com. Take a look around and you'll see what I'm talking about. The best varieties available to you in the best quality trees and vines that you'll find anywhere. Womack Nursery, DeLeon, Texas, WomackNursery.com. You don't just want your garden to grow. You want it to flourish, much like our hopes for living in a world without COVID. Let's join Baylor Scott & White Health in saying a big old thank you to the front line. They're doing what it takes to keep hope flourishing, and we need that now more than ever. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Stuby. We go back to our phone lines. Let me give you the number. I'd love to hear from you right now. We have room for a couple of calls and time for a couple more calls. 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227, Loretta in Chico. This is Neil. Good morning. Hi, Loretta. Loretta, are you there? 
She must be listening on uh, live radio. Loretta, are you there? It's like a neighborhood. It is a neighborhood. But they yeah. built these townhouses. Loretta, Loretta. You can move into okay. All right, Mike, put her back on hold. Never know what will happen on that. And uh, while we wait on another call to come through, maybe she'll uh, get catch on that she's uh, in delay. Uh, that's why Mike tells you to turn the radio down listen on your uh, phone, if you will, please. It may be more difficult in a car. I don't know. I haven't tried that. 800-288-9227, 800-288-WBAP. And um, we will be here on uh, New Year's, well, New Year's weekend, the day after New Year's. So I hope you'll uh, join us at that time. I will be also doing my program live on KLIF on New Year's Day. That ought to be interesting, opposite a bunch of football. That ought to be interesting. Mike and I will be there over at uh, the other sister station, KLIF, (laughs) trying to drum up phone business on that one. So uh, make a habit of... uh, being there on Saturdays with me, if you would. That's your New Year's resolution. Let's go back and try her one more time, and, and then we'll have to give up on Loretta. Loretta, are you there now? Hello, Loretta. In Chico. Are you there, Loretta? You're live on the air. I'm Loretta. here. All right, good, I'm finally. Here. How can I help you? Uh, yes, I got uh, like two pecan trees, about five-inch caliper a piece, and right. um, they started to bend a little because it's going down a driveway. So we put those big old straps and ratchet them to kind of straighten them out. And uh, my question is, would that harm them? Uh, okay, how long have they been where they are? The trees, not the not the straps, the trees. Are you there? Oh, Loretta, are you not able to hear on your phone? Oh my gosh, Mike, what's going on? All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to help her and and just pot her down, if you will, Mike, because this is not gonna work this way. Um, all right, when you have a tree that is bent uh, and and out of plumb. I'm, I'm just going to have to cover the whole waterfront on this one. If you have a tree that has uh, has, has a lean to it, if it has been there for a few years, you have to determine why it has a lean. If it was planted crooked, then you have to dig it and reset it. Pulling it back with straps is never going to work because if you hold it for five years and release it, it's going to go right back. It's going to have it has a built-in memory. That will never work. Never, ever work. I'm stating it several times because I'm not sure she's going to hear any of them, but I'm trying. Um, so uh, pushing to prop something up or pulling to pull it back, never, ever going to work. So uh, that that is if you have a tree that is, is crooked from being uh, planted incorrectly uh, eight years ago. And it's grown well, but it's just the trunk is is leaning. Now, if you have a tree that uh, was planted straight and the bottom of the trunk is plumb, but it now leans away from a building, that's uh, evidence of a tree that is, uh, as a prof in college once taught me, uh, growing away from darkness. The cells on that side uh, grow longer. The, The growth hormone is not destroyed by light on that side. Therefore, those cells are longer, pushing the the tree away from the, the dark side. And the uh, tree doesn't care what it looks like. It's just trying to get to light. And um, so in that case, you, you anything you do, it's, it's always going to have the lean because there's a big building on that side or a wall or something. I, because she wasn't there for me to go back to, I don't know what her situation is. But in most cases, when a tree is crooked, it's because it, was, it, it wasn't staked initially properly and therefore it has to be dug and reset in fact i just talked about this in my electronic newsletter a week or two ago so if uh, if she has access to that issue of e-gardens you can go back and read about that hope that helps loretta i don't know what the question was exactly kind of throwing my arms up in in uh, frustration and not knowing and i apologize um let me uh, let me get my last break out of the way we have uh uh, Tracy and only in Young County, and we're going to talk about uh, oaks and some problems that they may be encountering uh, coming up right uh, after this message. Let me tell you about Neil Sperry's 
Lone Star Gardening, now in its fifth printing, soon to be in the sixth printing, which will cost more. I'm just telling you right now, I'd go ahead and get this one if I were you, because this will allow you to get your spring landscaping and gardening underway, on time, and uh, with the book in hand. This book will save you so much money, and it will give you so much good information to help you be successful. It covers all topics of outdoor gardening. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening, what you need to know about our hardiness zones, about our soils of Texas, rainfall in Texas, etc. Chapter 2 gives you an outline of what needs to be done month by month. Half of the mistakes people make come in doing the wrong things at the wrong times or at the wrong times you know if you put the fertilizer out too late or you put the pre-emergent weed killer out too early those are making mistakes that aren't going to work properly and so forth four pages per month all the way through the year 48 pages that's chapter two chapter three is a very comprehensive chapter on trees it took me a month to six weeks to write each of the chapters on trees shrubs vines ground covers annuals perennials and uh, fruit and vegetables it's all in the book uh, 840 of my best photographs, 344 pages, high-quality paper, printed in San Antonio, not in China. I sign every copy as it sells because it's not in stores and not on Amazon. Now, this is the way you can get it. It, it, it. Since it's not in stores and not on Amazon, you need to order it from my office. Normally, I would give you the office phone number, but our office is closed this week, and uh, you need to order it by going to my website, tennealsperry.com. Satisfaction guaranteed, or I'll refund your money, as I just said, and so you don't have to worry about not having seen it. The way to do it is to go to neilsperry.com. Office being closed this week, it's going to take a few extra days to get it to you, but that's at N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. As soils go from dry to wet to dry, our foundations are taken along for the ride. Serious damage can ensue. If you're seeing signs of what you fear might be foundation issues, let the experts at Advanced Foundation Repair do their thorough evaluation on your home's foundation. It's free, and if you don't have foundation problems, they'll tell you so. Their work is affordable, and it's guaranteed for the lifetime of the home. Advanced Foundation Repair, 214-333-00. 003foundationrepairs.com. All right, my turn to tell you about WhizQ Stone, and it's with a great deal of joy I tell you about Mike and Derek Wisnand and all that they did to make Christmas is for caring. What a great success. They were the ones who provided the trucks, and they were the ones who uh, helped pick up all the gifts at Callaway's. Uh, Region 5 of the Texas Nursery and Landscape Association. Oh, my goodness, you all came through. And uh, to Whiskey Stone, thank you. I saw the photos. I put all that in eGardens this week. And you can see uh, Mike's uh, relatives there helping with it. Oh, gosh, this was great. Well, now for your stone needs, go out there, and those same trucks are delivering stone. They'd love to love to have a chance to help you. This is a company that's been in business since 1983, a third-generation family business, and the leaders in the Texas Nursery and Landscape Association. They are the people to go to for stone and decorative gravel, for paved stone, interlocking concrete pavers, all of it. They have what you need. They'll be happy to help you plan your landscaping project and determine how much you need. They will deliver anywhere you can hear me. 22 acres of beautiful stone. They're open Monday through Saturday. I doubt that they'll be open New Year's Day. I'd go out uh, sometime this week, early in the week, because you know they'll be open then. They won't be open necessarily late uh, New Year's Eve. So it's Whiskey Stone, 4501 East Loop 820 South in southeast Fort Worth, way southeast Fort Worth. 4501 East Loop 820 South, Fort Worth, Texas, 76119. The phone number is 817-429-0822. 817-429-0822. Whiz-Q.com. W-H-I-Z-Q.com. It's Whiz Q Stone. 
Gardening advice is only helpful when people actually hear it. And the same goes for telling folks about all the things our healthcare workers are doing to protect us from COVID. So share the word on social media. Remind your friends and family to say thank you to the front line. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Stuby, very, very much. We go now to Tracy in Olney, Young County. Tracy, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you and Happy New Year. You're, you may be my last call for this year. How can I help you? Well, we have this massive, I'm assuming it's a live oak because it still has green leaves. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's huge. It's an old, old tree. But it looks like it has a fungus on it. It's like a light tan. And where it's at, the branches further down the tree are are dying. All right, tell me a little bit about what you're describing as a fungus, a light tan. Is it just on the bark? Yes, it's on the bark. All right. Um, you have seen moss-covered boulders. You know what I'm referring to there where you have moss growing on boulders in the mountains and other yeah. places? Yes, Does sir. this look anything like that? No. All right. Does no. this? Uh, d- d- go ahead. Go, you go ahead. I'm sorry. Does this extend out from the bark uh, more than an uh, eighth of an inch? Oh, yes. There's big patches of it. All right. I need more to go on. Give me a description of what it looks like. Well, it's it, a light tan. It looks like a growth on top of the bark. And then where it's at, the the wood is starting to, it, it's rotting. I mean, it's the the rest of the limb will be rotted off okay. but uh yeah it's it's on top of the bark it's light tan and it kind of looks barkish you know what i mean it's got the the cracks and stuff in it so it's not a solid sheet covering it all right tracy i want you to do a little bit of googling and look up lichen on live oak l-i-c-h-e-n on okay. live oak, you do have a live oak, so that that I'll confirm. That's the only only oak that would still be green in Young County at this time of year. Mm-hmm. Um, and look up lichen, L I C H E N. Um, lichens are uh, moss looking uh, growths that will uh, will appear on the trunks of oaks and pecans and and some other trees. Uh, we have them on our uh, pecan trees, and I see them on my live oaks. I don't have live oaks right around my house, but I have native pecans. Lichens are a, and, and I'm not trying to use a, uh, our uh, sixth-grade grandson uses this term, so I'm not trying to uh, use a hoity-toity word, but they're symbiotic <laughs> growths of two different organisms, an algal growth and a fungus that nourish one another, and um, I am going to go back to what I said a moment ago, and that is that uh, they are the, the moss uh, growth of, of boulders, but they come in many different forms and many different colors. Uh, if you want to look up lichens, uh, photos of lichens on, on boulders, you'll see all the different patterns and colors, and they're beautiful, but they, they do stick out. Some of them have little, look like antlers sticking away from the, the surface of, of bark or of whatever. Right, now to my point. Um, generally, when you're talking about a live oak or a pecan, they, a healthy branch will be shedding bark all the time. And uh, as the tree trunk or the branch gets larger, that bark sheds. The, the, the bark cannot expand. It's a dead tissue. And so as the tree trunk gets larger, the bark pops off and falls to the ground. Uh, if there's a lichen on it, it just goes along for the ride, and you find it on the ground. When you have a dead branch that's hanging up in the tree somewhere, and I have that on some of my pecans out on our 11 acres uh, that have not been pruned and maintained uh, uh, by a professional because they're out there in the woods, um, and I'll walk around those, and I'll see lichens on the ground, and I look up, and there will be lichens on uh, on the on the tree branches, and that's because the branch has died, um, and and it's no longer getting bigger, so the bark is no longer falling off, and the lichens are allowed to get larger and larger on the branch, and they do extend out, and they do look like bark, 
So I, I kind of think that may be what it is. They're not causing any damage to the tree. They are just using it for support. That Remember, they're feeding the algae and fungi or feeding one another. Now, I'm, I may be way off track on this, but that's what I'm guessing is probably what you're seeing. And, and it's becoming very visible because the branches already died before the lichen started being so noticeable. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. So you deal with the dead branch. You don't deal with the lichens. They're just hanging out. Okay. So, but now I need to trim them back. The dead ones. You need to get the dead wood out and make sure that you uh, don't leave any stubs and make sure there's no decay that goes down into the wood of the, uh, of the tree from that dead branch. If, if you have an arborist or a really good uh, forester or at least a good nurseryman who could look at the trees and give you some on-site guidance or if you could get one of these branches and take it to a good nursery, they could help you. If my Facebook okay. page were working, if Facebook hadn't changed their formatting yet again on me, um, <laughs> I, I don't know what they've done this time. I'm going to work on that this week while I've got some time. But uh, I'd, I'd welcome a photograph. But if you Google lichens on, on live oak uh, branches, I think you'll see plenty of examples. Okay, I'll, I'll look that up. Um, you do have an email because I did take pictures, correct, Still. Yeah, but I don't, I don't take questions via email because the okay. one week that I tried that, about 15 years ago, there were uh, about 150 a day and about a hundred of them were the same question and I, I just I can't answer a hundred fifty a day. You. Yeah, that's I why you. I went to Facebook because that way everybody could see the same question answered. And when Facebook changed the formatting in June this year so that there was no place for people to post, it just really messed me up. I had a I have a hundred two thousand people on my Facebook page and I'm trying Bye. to find a way that they can, can post. You're welcome to try. And I'll be looking at it this week, trying to figure it out. I've been doing book signings and Christmases for caring uh, the last couple of weeks, so I haven't had time. But I'll be glad to try to try to look. Yeah, I will. I will. I'll go to your Facebook and see if I can post it. If, yeah. if I've got a, I've got about a minute. But if you do the googling that I mentioned to you, I think you'll find that lichens are involved, and you don't treat lichens. You 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 get rid of the dead wood that allows them to become visible. I got to yeah. run, Tracy. I appreciate your call. And good luck with your tree. Hey, folks, I thank you so much for listening. This is the last broadcast for this year, obviously, because this time next week, it's going to be another year. And Mike Bass and I will be here waiting on you. And uh, we hope you'll be waiting on us as well. Uh, It's uh, a joy to do this program. This uh, will wrap up. Let's see. What is this? This wraps up my 40... 40th year of commercial broadcasting. I will start my 41st next week. I may be off by a year. I'll do the math between now and then. I started in 1978, and uh, now I'm way off. I'm way off, 44th. Anyway, it's fun, and uh, I don't count the years at this point. Thank you for listening. Happy New Year. Happy Gardening.